welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 602, recorded live on Sunday, July 14th, 2019. And here are your hosts, the man who saw his family this weekend, Dave Play. Hey! And the man who will see his friends next weekend, Andy Lowe. Hi! Yes. Hanging out in Manistee. In 20... No, not 20. I was going to say 24 hours from now. That one's... No. No. <laughs> I, I hope not, because we're not packed. No. Uh, but 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 times 24. 120 hours. Yes. 120 hours. It'll be 1.30 on Friday. So probably not 1.30 on Friday. Okay. But when that, are you guys planning on being up there? That is an excellent question. Yes. And one we should probably talk about after the podcast. Yes. Because I, we, we need to figure out when we're leaving to get there and whether or not we like stop in Grand Rapids for a night. That would be an excellent question for us to discuss at a later time. Yes. Yes, it would. But yeah, no, we're. we're uh, it's been a little bit, Andy. Yes, yes, it has. What, what's the just schedules not lining up? Yeah, because you were gone a weekend, and then yep. we were gone a weekend. Yep. Uh, you had a, like, Father's Day thing? No, no, that was, that right? was, that's, that was way back in June. Oh, okay. Uh, right, that, that was the June week we missed. Yes. But then you had a birthday thing. No. No. Okay. Well, you did have a birthday thing. Yes, yes, yes. My birthday you, was you on had a Friday. Birthday. Happy birthday! Yes, I am now in the thirty-five to forty-two range on surveys. Whoa! You're, you're, you're. I don't know if it counts more or less. I just get to be in that different statistical grouping. Yep. Sometimes the radio ratings split them like that too. 18 to 35s, and then 35s to 42s. 42 to 50, and then 50 plus, I do believe is how they kind of break it down. Or maybe it's 42 plus. I don't know. I don't pay attention to that side of the business. But you are now in that. that Yes. I, I have moved a statistical grouping. Oh, no. And I feel no different. As I hopefully hope I not. won't be because, you know, it's a gradual. Yeah. You feel a little bit different every day. Yes. It's not like, you know, I leveled up in the, you know, RPG sort of sense. <laughs> Congratulations. You are now level 35. Yes. Yeah. That would be weird if you actually, you know, lived that way. If, if level up was an actual thing. Yeah. You don't gain any new skills until that that thing right yep. so like you practice and you practice and you practice and you don't get any better until you reach a certain critical threshold at which point you get so much better mm-hmm. that would be awful and just i want to put that out there that would be terrible okay yeah we yeah, no, it was our we did our anniversary yard. weekend stuff in case you were actually wondering that that's what the other thing was i couldn't remember yes there was birthday, there's Father's Day, and there's anniversary. But your anniversary is the first one of those. Well, anniversary is normally, you know... May 30th-ish, yes. right? May yes. 30th? Yeah. But we, we uh, postponed it a little bit because, we, you know, we wanted okay. to see how Isaac would handle a baseball game, which he didn't. Ah, 
Good, good job, Isaac. I approve. I wholeheartedly approve. So then we, uh, we instead went to the zoo. Oh, that's cool. Detroit Zoo? Yes. Or the Kalamazoo? No, we've already been... There is no zoo in Kalamazoo. The the closest zoo That is, is in, such a wasted opportunity. I just want to point be. out... There, there used to be. Yeah. Next to, I think, Asylum Lake. I do believe they had a small zoo there. Was it, was it, was it called the Kalamazoo? I don't know. There is the Air Zoo in Kalamazoo, but no, I think, yeah, the actual, I think, yeah, there used to be like amusement park rides, and I think there was a small zoo down there. And no more. Nope. It's too bad. Wasted opportunity. Okay, so you went to the Detroit Zoo, I assume. Mm-hmm. And saw stuff. Yeah, you know they they have a really good uh, penguin exhibit there at the Detroit Zoo, and we you know we did the little butterfly house, and you know we just we just wandered through for about four or five hours until you know it was Isaac's nap time, and then we're like, you know what, we'll just call it a day. So you oh, know, that's very nice. Yeah, we we said you know we're actually going to go instead of going to the baseball game, we're going to go see tigers that we actually you know are are good. Right. Oh, oh, dude. Harsh. Uh, are, I, I I hesitate to ask. Are the Tigers not doing well this year? They are currently on track to have a hundred loss season, which I assume is a bad thing. Yes, that's a very high number of losses. Let's see. What what is the record for most losses in a season? Um. Well, for the American League was the two thousand and three. I do believe it was, was it 2003? Tigers, 119 losses. Yep, 2003, they had 119 losses. In 1996, they had 109 losses, which is the highest number of losses in the American League. Well, okay. It, it's so. not, it's not the, you know, the lowest win percentage because there were, you know, less games back in the old days. But yeah, the, the greatest number of losses by a team in the American League was the 2003 Detroit Tigers at 119. Let's see. 538 currently has the Tigers predicted to have 105 losses. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. The the New York Yankees predicted record is 102 wins. So the Yankees won as many games as the Tigers have lost. Well, predicted to. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's 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 bad right now. <laughs> Over the Fourth of July weekend, the Boston uh, Red Sox were in town. Mm-hmm. The Tigers were selling tickets in the lower bowl section for seventeen dollars and seventy six cents. Those tickets for the Detroit Tigers game were cheaper than the tickets we bought for the minor league <clears throat> team up in Grand Rapids. Going to a minor league game was more expensive than going to the Tigers. Yeah, in theory, yes. I think even, hold on, let me see, Kalamazoo has a minor, minor league team. Kalamazoo Growlers tickets. Let's see what their tickets are at. Let's see. Today, next home game, July 25th. Tickets. Single game ticket could be $9 for a bleacher seat, $15 for a box seat, $30 for a sweet seat, which include all you can eat food for seven innings. Can eat a lot of food. Yeah, in seven innings? Oh, yeah. No, if I had unlimited food for seven innings, I would feel very sick Depends. by the end Depends of the... Depends on the game. Depends on the game. I want to point out, like, 
it's baseball. You could get through seven innings really quickly. Yes. Or it could be like, you know, seven hours. Well, let's see. The current MLB average game length. Let's see. No, I don't care about <laughs> 1871 game lengths. Uh, three hours, five minutes, and 11 seconds for nine innings. So seven-ninths yep. of three hours and how much? Basically, just call it minutes. three hours. Okay. Is 140, so two hours, two and a half hours. How much food do you think you could eat in two and a half hours? Starting hungry? Yes. Uh, depends. What kind of, I, I mean, we're talking like baseball stadium food, right? So that's yep. typically hot dogs and nachos and peanuts. Something like that, yeah. Well, I can't have the hot dog. Nope. I probably could have the nachos, and I can eat a lot of nachos in two and a half hours. More, for for me, I think it would be the, the soda. It would be the pop. And yes. drinking, like, glass after glass after glass of Coke or Pepsi or whatever, whoever the sponsor is. I do have to say, though, it was, uh, when we went to the, the Growlers game, there was actually a uh, barbecue place at the end of one of the uh, aisles. So I actually had a... Uh, did I have the pulled porks? No, I had the pulled uh, brisket sandwich. Ooh. That was actually really good. Sounds like it. Yeah, and they had, you know, elephant ears and, you know. Also can't eat. <laughs> brisket sandwich I probably couldn't eat. Well, you could just get, like, the ribs if you wanted to. You, you could actually have gotten a whole rack of ribs if you wanted to. Mm. Do you have problems with, you know... Places that use flour as almost like a spice binding agent, or is that yep. at low quantities, or is that still? Nope that that will. I mean, depends on how much I if I just if I like sample it. If I dip my finger in it, I'm probably okay. Okay. Also depends on what else I've eaten and like where I am and a bunch of other factors. Gotcha. In general, bad idea. Okay. So yeah, so next week probably not an episode because Dave and I will be in the same Hanging place. Hanging out on the coast of Lake Michigan. Which would be good, because it's supposed to be hot. Oh my god, I just saw it's supposed to be like 100 degrees. Why? Why? Why is it supposed to be 100 degrees? Uh, something about Hurricane Barry or something. Really? Yeah, something like the that. The hurricane in Louisiana is going to be pushing up warm air up here. Something, I do believe. And yet the lakes are, like, really cold. <laughs> yeah, let's look at the 10-day forecast. Well, it's not going to be too bad. Friday, high of 86. Saturday, isolated thunderstorms, high of 81. Sunday, morning showers, high of 80. Monday, 79. Okay, okay. Yeah, it doesn't sound too bad. Let's check out the water temperature, though. Great Lake buoys. Is the buoy outside of Ludington online? Yes, it is. Okay, current wind speed, 5.8 knots. Water temperature, 67.1 degrees. That's cold. That's cold. Oh, wait, no, 67? 67. Oh, that's actually way warmer than it was. Yes, earlier in the, uh, on the 9th, water temperature was... 59 degrees. Yeah, 60 degrees. Yeah, it was cold. Believe me, I know, I was there. I went to Mancino's. (laughs) I totally didn't drive an extra, like half an hour just to go to Mancino's. Who would do that? That's crazy talk. You know what's even crazier? Uh, my boss. Uh-huh. Not my local boss, but my, my corporate boss. Uh-huh. 
uh, was taking a trip with his girlfriend for two weeks, going to uh-huh. see Niagara Falls and Maine. He wants to get, you know, the, the 50 states visited thing checked off his list. Uh-huh. So he was driving, and they were debating which way they wanted to get to Niagara. Yeah. Do you, you know, do you take the U.S. route, or do you take the Canada route? Which way do you go? Mm, mm. Cutting through Canada is usually a little faster, depending on customs. Yes. So he decided, hey, you know, let's cut through Canada. That way he can say, hey, I've been to Canada. So then the other question was, okay, how do you get into Canada? Do you go through Detroit, or do you go through Sarnia? And, like, which way do you go? Detroit. Yeah. I mean, Detroit's the one that handles the most. Sarnia is pretty quick, though. Plus, it's basically a, the 402 nobody's on. Mm. So he decided to go through Sarnia. So he's driving up in Michigan, and they're trying to figure out where they want to stop to eat. And his girlfriend really likes Slotsky's. And he's like, you know what? I know where there's a Slotsky's in Kalamazoo. That's not on the way. Well, no, he took, uh, he took 80, 90 to 94, and then you take 94 okay. to 69, okay. 69. Yeah. To, to, seven, uh, to 127, and then you're in Kalamazoo already. Yeah. Yeah. So he was going to be driving through Cal- basically Kalamazoo, and he stopped by, and he sends me a Snapchat of him. At the Schlotzky's? At the Schlotzky's, you know, 10 minutes away from where I'm at, and I'm just like, dude. Could have told me. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> what are you doing in town? On your vacation. <laughs> he was thinking of stopping by the station because, you know, I've never actually met his girlfriend. But, yeah. you know, she seems to be like a cool lady. I was thinking of uh, stopping in Kalamazoo and stopping at a, a certain pizzeria mm-hmm. on the way up. But that, that is actually a little more out of the way than just stopping at Grand Rapids. Yes. Because, yeah, you got to cut back inland because normally you would take, what, 31 down? Yeah. Yeah. I think. Oh, I've got to look at the map again. It's been a while. Two weeks. Where am I going? I come out of Chicago. I come out of 94. I get off of 94 and get onto 196. And then just take that up to 31. Yep. Yeah, 196 uh, and but 31. But if, if I'm going into Grand Rapids... I mean, going into Grand Rapids is no farther in than going into Kalamazoo. You guys are, like, right on the same line of longitude. Yes. Yes, we are, because 131 is a straight shot north. Right. So it, it, I guess it doesn't matter if we take 94 to Kalamazoo or 196 up into Grand Rapids. Well, it's probably shorter to take 196 because 196 goes at an angle. One, and 94 goes on a curve. 94 is, you know, where 196 and 94 split. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a very weird looking triangle. I, I know. I'm looking at it right now. Our, viewer, our viewers, our listeners are not. So we should probably maybe talk about something else that they want to hear about instead of just rambling. Uh, well, what do we got? So many topics. Yes. Someone went nuts. I added a few. I don't know if you refreshed. I have not. Okay. I have now, though. By a few, I mean like two. Uh, but some of the ones that you already added were ones that I also found. I was like, oh, I should add. Oh, Andy already got it. There is a new Nintendo Switch. Yay! Finally. Yay! It's uh, the Switch Lite. <laughs> Boo. It's a handheld-only version, so I can't plug it into my TV. Right. It it kind of... I mean, the, the point of the Switch was that you could switch between a home console version and a handheld version. So making a handheld-only version of the Switch, Nintendo made the PSP. 
So this switch light is the PSP light? No, I mean it. It actually, if you look at it, it kind of looks like a P, just an oversized PSP. Oh, why? Yes, yes, it does. Right? <laughs> look at it. It's basically a PlayStation Portable, but it's a Switch. Uh, it is supposed to be cheaper. It's supposed to have you know all the same capabilities, just not connecting to your TV and a slightly smaller screen. Oh, does not have removable Joy-Con controllers. Nope. Well, then you how do you do multiplayer hold... games, then? Uh, you can probably get more Joy-Cons to connect to it. Ah, Switch Lite can sync up with seven other Switch or Switch Lights for local multiplayer modes. Cool. Gesundheit. <laughs> Thank you. It wasn't me. Players Andy will require a separate set of Joy-Cons. Okay. Yeah, or the Pro Controller. God, I played uh, over the weekend. We stopped to visit uh, Kate's sister and her kids and everything. Yeah. So they just moved into a new house. Um, so we were playing Mario Kart 8 with the kids. Yeah. Trying to play games with that Joy-Con controller. I feel like a giant. This itty bitty little tiny controller. Itty tiny controller. And you're just like, I... It's designed for one hand, and I'm holding it in two. Just, oh... That, and I played the first round with the uh, remote control thing on there, so I couldn't actually fall off the... Uh, the stage? The stage. I was like, Easy oh man, I'm, I'm doing so well. My Super Nintendo Super Mario skills have transferred over. Blah. And they're like, yeah, you, you have your remote control thing on. I'm like, what? <laughs> what is this remote control that you speak of? It's, it's the safety. Yeah. Right? It's the, like, if you don't touch anything, it just kind of follows the path. Yeah. I did not know that was the... And then it was like, oh, well, now I have to turn that off. Yeah, and, and play. I was still doing okay. I was still doing okay. That's good. I'm glad that you feel like you, you played okay. I would hope that you did. I was talking with my friend who works at, at a game company, and he was on vacation. I'm like, I have so many questions for you, but I don't want to, like, ruin your vacation. Like, you're, you're, this is what you do all day, and it's, it's what I... He's like, it's okay, you know, you've, you've got a sausage connoisseur and the person who makes the sausage. And I'm like, I have so many sausage questions. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to know about sausage. It's actually the guy who worked on uh, Harry Potter. Mm. Yes, I am currently level 19. Yeah, I know you are. Dang it. How do you guys get so much XP? Um, well, uh, there is an inn yeah. that I can reach from my parking spot from work. Okay. So, so you can just play all day. Yeah, I normally just uh, about, you know, I get that little alert on my watch saying, hey, you should get up and walk around. So I'm like, you know You're what? Like, I guess I'll go walk to an inn. I'll go walk out to my car. Yep. Pick up the power from the inn, you know, do things around there, and then I'll just walk back into work. I used the Buffalo Brain Potion, whatever it is. Oh, the Buffalo Brain? Yeah, that's the the double XP one. Yeah. Uh, and then I opened seven port keys. Oh, jeez. I gained two levels. Yeah, that would happen. I've got four 10-kilometer port keys waiting to be opened, you know, waiting for keys. Oh, that you have to put keys into? Yes. Do you, do you not have any spare keys? Not at the moment. No, I used my oh. last one during the uh, brilliant event. Yeah, that's when I used most of mine so that I could get the seven Ks. Yes, because I, I need seven Ks in order to get the uh, was it the no the tarantula was the fortresses. Tarantula was fortresses. I've got that. Was it the tree? 
That was no, the Portuguese. The the stump was also from Fortress, I think. It was one of the things there because you had. Yeah, there's one of the, one of the other ones is from the port keys, and I'm yeah. I'm really hoping that I get that on my two other port keys that I'm still working on. Because otherwise, I'm kind of stuck. You don't really get anything special for completing. All. I know because you can't prestige it. I know. I'm I'm aware. Uh, which which thing did you take? Which class? Oh, I uh, professor. And Kate, professor as well. Oh. I know in theory we should have split, but... So, well, I was talking with someone about, and this is now loosely related to topics because we're back on games. Uh, I was talking to someone about what is the ideal group makeup. And? and well, no one knows yet, right? Yeah. Well, especially if, you know, the, the skills... Well, they also just, I guess, nerfed the professor as well, but didn't really, you know, give any sort of bonus for it. So the professor? Yes. I mean, professor seemed pretty powerful. Well, it was the um, that one hex you can put on characters during fortress yep. fights. Yeah. They cut the damage in half. Right. That's big. Yeah. I mean, mine is only like a 30% reduction in that thing's power. I am playing an Auror. Ah. Laura is a Magizoologist. So between the four of us, we've actually got a pretty good spread. Yes. I need 15 books. Which means we could totally hang out by a fortress in downtown uh, Manistee and just raid the darn thing over and over and over again. Well, no, no, I need restricted books. Yes. You you only get those during special events. Yes, which there is a community day on the 20th, so I don't know what happens during community days, Dave. No one knows what happens because they haven't actually said anything. Yes, but using your Pokemon knowledge. Andy? Yeah? That's, we don't know. Pokemon, during Pokemon Go Community Day, it features a specific Pokemon. So I suppose it could feature a specific family. Like maybe it will be the Care of Magical Creatures Community Day or the Defense Against the Dark Arts Community Day. Uh, and then there, for, for Pokemon Go, that featured Pokemon not only is like significantly increased spawn, which is to say it is almost everything that spawns is that thing. There's also an increased rate for shiny, but we don't have shiny in Harry Potter. No, we don't. There is no equivalent to shiny. So maybe it's harder. Maybe there are more, uh, could be an increased rate of the like more severe ones. Man, if I could just get more formidable pixies, that'd be great. Yeah, you and everyone else. So formidable all these pixies, people complaining nothing. about pixies. Don't, don't forget, uh, werewolves are going to be coming out in the next couple nights. Yeah, I know. I haven't gotten to that level of question. I have to get through the formidable pixies, and then I have to get to the werewolves. And not only that, well, it's the no, werewolves. Forget the werewolves for the quest, just for the, the the page. If you want to prestige that page, I don't even know what page that is. Oddities. It's like the first page of Oddities. Registry. Oddities. I've only got the centaur on that page. That's it. Everything else oh. is blank. Oh. Okay. So. Everything else? Even the pixie? Yes. Oh. Well, vampires come out at night. <laughs> yes. We, I, you know. I will point that out. They, they come out once it's dark. Uh, the centaur bow, I think you get from doing fortresses. Found at unplottable location. Yeah. So yeah, that's got to be a fortress then. I think they, they come out of fortresses. And then the, the werewolves come out whenever there's a full moon. 
I swear I fought pixies before. You yeah. probably did in a fortress. No, no, no. Out on the streets. Oh, well. Unless they were those stupid extrans or... The what? Erklings? Erklings, yes. That's the next page. Yes, I see that now. God, I still remember fighting the leprechauns. That was hilarious. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I one-shot them. Yeah, no, I did too. I was just curious. I'm like, what does he What does he do? So I, I just waited and just saw it. He just like throws some dirt at you, does like one point of damage, and you're like, oh. Yeah. Where do you find them? I found a bunch at once, and then I, had, I haven't seen them ever since. Uh, let's see, leprechauns found in Ann Arbor. Just somewhere in the city. We were at the hotel when it popped up. So I do have to say it was really nice. I went to, uh, I went out for my birthday lunch at Denny's. Yeah. And I was just like, you know, I just popped over my thing there. There was literally like a dozen foundables just sitting around Denny's. And I'm like, well, I guess I know what I'm doing during lunch. <laughs> just pop that in and start going. Yeah. Pop my buffalo and let's go to town. Not called a buffalo, right? No, it's not called a buffalo. It's Perufio. I, I know, but I call it buffalo because that's what I thought it okay. said the first time I read it. Perufio. Yep. I need. I need to get some uh, toadstools. Actually, what I need it right now is snowdrop. I need so many different things. Why? Because I, my my recipes are. I need toadstools. I need bitter roots. I need unicorn hairs. I need hermit crab shells i mean are you planning on brewing every potion not every potion but you know so like you probably don't need honey well no because the honey is for the invigoration droughts which gets me extra focus points at the start of the events which means i can do my deterioration hex right off the bat deterioration hex costs like seven or something uh three okay i guess for you focus is a little more important i let me let me tell you how important focus is for an aura. One of our abilities is to give focus away to other people. Well, shit. <laughs> I'm like, uh, you can have focus, sure. For free. Here, just take my focus. Ours, we can actually heal people, but it's not a good heal, but it's still, you know, like yeah. I can heal people during the, the magizoologist has the best heal. Um, the other aura ability that's really nice, it it doesn't sound nice at the beginning. It is a zero-cost spell once every five seconds, and it does one point of damage. <laughs> but you can upgrade it to three points of damage. And that still doesn't sound like a lot, but if you think about that, after 25 seconds, that's 15 damage. Yeah, which means if you are about to kill something rather than spend a spell energy you can run away and you can just sit there for for 25 seconds and just three damage three damage three damage three damage oh hey it died and it's free like it it doesn't cost anything or the fact that you know maybe you're running low on time and you know somebody can only battle one you know Right. So while while you are battling something, I can sit there and just add three damage every five seconds. Yeah. Yep. That's and have it, it you know, have or my or deterioration spell do 20 damage every time I defend. Or Aurors do a lot of, of damage. Like, a lot of damage. You are level 19? Yes. What is your power rating? Uh, let me check. Uh, there's a profession. I'm, well, I'm technically a level 5 professor. Okay. 
Power I'm at rating, level five or power rating is 47. Power rating is 59. So I do 12 more damage per hit. Plus, if they're under 50%, I get a bonus. You know, it'd be really great if these stats actually tell me what the hell they're all about. Power is amount of damage it does. Yes. Um, stamina is HP. Yep. Protego power is the damage reduction. Yep. Precision is... Uh, I had it. I had it. I had it. Where was it? Shoot. I know it said it somewhere. Uh, precision is to counter opponent's chance to dodge. Critical power is how much bonus on critical hits. Proficiency power is the additional against the things that you are strong against. Yes. Deficiency defense is, well, the defense against the things you are weak against. Defense is just straight damage reduction. Defense breach is breaking through someone else's damage reduction. And accuracy is... I'm sorry, precision is, I think, chance for a crit. Uh, And accuracy is, is getting around dodge. Well, I haven't lived. I haven't done anything yet that's been high enough level to dodge. So, have you not been doing like anything? I am at ruins level four. Oh, okay. We'll we'll change that in Manistee. We can change that pretty hard because you know I've been trying to solo these things most of the time. Well, two professors, an Auror, and a magizoologist walk into a bar. <laughs> And blow the shit out of it. I've also now also installed Ingress on my phone because I'm only a level 6 Ingress person. Yeah. And I need to be level 10 in order now to suggest portals. Andy, don't bother. Don't bother? (laughs) Don't bother. You will be better off finding someone who is already level 10, making friends with them, and convincing them to submit it. It will be faster than leveling yourself to level 10. Did you look at the requirements to get to level 9 in Ingress? No. No, I haven't. It's not XP. It's not? No. In Ingress, once you hit level 9, you also need badges. Oh, I've got a bunch of badges. One gold and four silver. Hold on, because I've gotten badges, you know, because I've been in Ingress for the past umpteen years. Let me see what color those are. Mm Mm-hmm. While we're doing that, should we actually talk about something else? Oh, maybe. Uh, we talked about Switch. What's what's the Steam Labs thing? I saw it right before we started recording and didn't get to read through it. Uh, Steam Labs is trying out three little, basically, testings for things. First okay. one is micro trailers. So, uh, six-second looping videos designed to quickly inform viewers about titles on Steam. Six seconds? Six seconds. Give me your six-second pitch for your game. We'll put it on a trailer. What? Yep. But my game is a multi-genre RPG action-adventure simulation. You're already over six seconds. Yep. Um, Then there's the automatic show experiment, which uh, basically creates a 30-minute video Mm -hmm. of basically, you know, different games that you might be interested in. They compare it to the home shopping network. These all sound like terrible ideas. But the one that is good is the interactive recommender, which okay. um, uses your play history and machine learning to recommend games that you might like. So it looks at your it looks at your actual play history and goes, oh, well, if you've played, you know, the crap out of, you know, civilization, you might like Tropico. Okay. Yeah, like I just uh I just looked at it. 
Well, let me pop mine back up again. Steam. Yeah, it looks at your recommendations, and you can you can say you know how new games you want versus how you do know I how find old. this thing. Um, just go Steam to Labs. yeah, Steam Labs. Oh, hey, experiment with us in the new Steam Labs. Yes, it's like okay, here's your playtime. Here's games you might like. Mm-hmm. Which it's like, hey, you might like Pandemic. Why? Yes, yes, I oh, would. Jesus. You might like Andy. The Curse of Monkey Island. Yeah, it sounds like a game. Yeah, I have seventeen hundred hours in Factorio. <laughs> <laughs> you might like factorio but you yeah, know it's like saying hey you might like puzzle quest why they yes came out with a sequel to one finger death punch you know you might like machinarium why yes yes i do like that game oh god it was so hard i couldn't get anywhere in it you might like plague involved it's, it's like this thing actually yes is correct it, on what i would you. like i just don't necessarily have time to play all these things yes you might like I limbo why yes i did like limbo i i want to play these but like then i can't put my 1700 hours into factorio <laughs> It's like there's a game here that I didn't even know existed. It's the guys who did the Incredible Machine game Mm -hmm. made one called Contraption Maker. It's like I didn't know that existed, but now I want to play it because I enjoyed Incredible Machines. Yep. And if those guys who made the Incredible Machine made a new game, why, yes, it is now on my wish list. So, I, you know, the the other two, I'm like, ah, whatever. But this actual, like, you know, machine learning recommendation stuff. Pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, other topics. HQ Trivia. I haven't talked about HQ Trivia. I think I even deleted their app. Oh, I have also. Like, it was a fun little show, but it, just, it was no one verse 100. No. So what's going on at HQ? Um, well... We had a problem when their uh, the co-founder and CEO passed away due to a drug overdose. Oops. Oh, wait, I need gold badges? Yeah. Oh, these are all bronze. Yeah. Also, the amount of XP it takes to get to level 9 is the amount of XP it took to get to level 8, which is to say level One 8 is eight. at yeah, yeah. 1.2 million, level 9 is 2.4 million. So you have to level from 1 to 8. And then you have to level from one to eight again. That's just to get to level nine. I'm almost at level seven. I am like literally okay. the high so end of level six. You are a quarter of the way to level nine. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I want to do that on top of... Let alone getting to level ten. Yeah. You also need two gold badges and five silver badges to get to level 10. It's like, it's like, man, can't I just be grandfathered in? No, no, you can't. That's that's not the point. <laughs> but I I made that game. I went through Western's campus. You, yes, you did. And they appreciate that. And the Pokemon Go players appreciate that. Yeah, it's still funny when you when you glance at some of the stuff here in Harry Potter, you're like, wait a second, I think I took that picture. You're like, that is my picture. I know that is my picture. Yeah, no, you're not getting the level 10 in Ingress. No. You, but yeah, anyway, so. Way better to just find someone. HQ Trivia. Yeah. CEO passed away due to a drug overdose. Okay. Yeah. The co-founder and other CEO came in and kind of um, sat on his laurels. And didn't really do anything. And so more than half the company went to the board and tried to oust him as CEO. Oops. 
because nobody wanted to work with him. And when that didn't work, people just kind of left, including, you know, the face of HQ Trivia. Oops. And um, now about 20% of their workforce is now gone. So now the company is at less than 30 employees total. So, um, yeah, the... The, the game is going off a cliff. The uh, downloads are reportedly down 92% year over year. That, that is in deep trouble. Yeah. They're actually looking at now doing a uh, new game. What was it called? Um, what was it called? HQ. Yeah, the fan website went down. HQ Words Every Day has a $10 a month subscription fee. What does? They're trying to do a subscription fee to HQ Trivia. That's not going to work. That's that's definitely not going to work. Yeah. So it's it's not looking good over there. No. Okay. Well, uh, what else do we have, sir? What else do we got? We have another Steam topic and another Niantic topic. Well, we're on the to- the talking about like Harry Potter and Ingress and uh, Niantic is shutting down Field Trip. That was still alive. That. Do you do you see my uh, my my topic header on that field trip shutting down? It was still open. <laughs> I'm glad that we are so in tune with each other that we had the exact same reaction of like, oh, they're shutting down field trip. Wait, field trip was still there. I guess it was, and I guess it no longer will be. Okay, so you know, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> okay, it's open. I, All it, right, I don't know what to say other than yeah. Hmm. That's surprising. Uh, retro Arch or Arc? I don't know. I, I think it's supposed to be Retro Arc because it's the architecture. So what is which, what is Retro Arc? I believe it is an emulator. Oh. Uh, open source cross-platform front-end and framework for emulators, game engines, video games, media players, and other applications. Enabling you to run classic games on a wide range of computers and consoles. Hmm. So that's a thing. You're going to be able to play old games. And if we go to Retro Arc website, yeah, yeah, it's a it's it's an emulator interface like, yeah, hmm. PlayStation 2 emulator has Netplay built into it. Huh. So you still have to basically find your games for it. But still, this is. Oh, because your- that's so hard to do, Andy. I can't imagine finding, you know, an emulator for the Wii. God, how many RetroPie things are out there right now? Granted, that's all Raspberry Pi based, but... Yeah, did you see the new Raspberry Pi? No, there's a new Raspberry Pi? Yeah, the Raspberry Pi 4. Do I, do I want to see this, or am I going to go buy it? Raspberry Pi 4, Model B. 1.5 gigahertz quad core 64 bit ARM processor could have four, four gigabytes of RAM, four gigabytes of RAM, gigabit Ethernet, two USB 3 ports, a USB C power supply, dual band Wi Fi built in, Bluetooth 5.0 built in, dual monitor support built in. The four gigabyte version, $55. That's not bad. That's not bad. And you probably don't need that. No. Right. You can probably get away with the one gigabyte for most things. But I'm just, you know, I'm curious to see if I, you know, if I, <laughs> if I buy one of the $55 things there. Uh-huh. We've got, we got some Dell PCs that had motherboard issues. Yeah. 
So I replace the entire Dell PC. Yeah, I take the Dell PC box. I put the Raspberry Pi in the box. And, you know, I plug everything into that one and I see if people notice. Yeah. I mean, it would have to become a Linux box. Well, yes, I know. So they, they might notice that. So I run wine on it or something. Then they probably won't notice. You know, if I can get a, you know, desktop replacement for $55, you know, oh my gosh, that would be hilarious. Yep. I would love to, you know, get, oh, there's so many things that I really need to start wanting to learn how to do. Because the GPIO aspects of the Raspberry Pi and the Arduinos and stuff are things that I know I really, I harp at people for, you know, having those gray boxes everywhere at work. But sometimes gray I kind boxes. of just... Yes, people, you know, do a lot. There's a lot of homebrew stuff uh-huh. out there in the broadcast engineering world where somebody goes, okay. you know what, I need, you know, nobody has this box yet, so yep. I'm just going to build my own. Okay. Which is fine. Like, Stop doing that because I need to support them. Right? Well, it's just, yeah, stop doing that because I don't know how this box works. Okay. But then I just, you know, I want to make my own boxes. <laughs> I know how they work. <laughs> it's ridiculous. We've got a phone line out at some of our transmitter sites just because the interface to the transmitter is a phone-based interface. Gross. Yes, but that's, you know, that's what we've got, so that's what I have to deal with. Yeah. Well, I've got a whole bunch of, like, Arduino and Raspberry Pi kits if you want to just take one. I might take you up on that offer. Granted, I you know I just need the time now. That's there, yeah. That's that's the real kicker. Yes, yeah, so the one thing the that we've, we've discussed at this here time. Time is our most yeah. precious resource, and it just keeps disappearing. Mm-hmm. Um, in happy news, yes. the city of Los Angeles has struck a deal to basically build the largest and cheapest solar plus battery storage project in the world. Cool, and this world's largest solar field will still only serve 7% of the city's electrical demands. How much? 7%. That's not a lot. No. (laughs) We're talking the world's largest 7% of the city's demand. It's also one of the, you know, largest cities in the country. Yes. And probably one of the largest cities in the world. And 7% of LA's power consumption would likely be a lot of energy anywhere else 400 megawatts that's a lot of energy yes they currently right now just, have just think about it this way hang on hang on um 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 coal plant output power how much did you say 400 megawatts 400 megawatts is the expected power yes uh, a typical coal plant produces 600 megawatts. So this is knocking out a coal plant. A small one, but a coal plant. Los Angeles right now, I guess, uses already, has installed 1,000 megawatts of solar, but they yeah. do not have the battery backups on the side. Right. So this would be a 400 megawatt solar battery combo. Yes. The idea being, I think, it, that it would produce the 400 megawatts continuously um they're saying it's uh the amount of the battery storage will basically give them four hours of at 400 megawatts yes that's not a lot of time no that's that's um the really sad part is i'm thinking about this in terms of factorio where you have solar panels and these things called accumulators which are basically just big batteries 
that have a, a, you know, limited storage but infinite reusability. And I'm just like, well, your ratio is off. You clearly need more panels or more accumulators. Like, if, you're, if your energy draws that much, then you're not using these efficiently. Okay, so then uh, the, 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 currently Los Angeles can count on solar power generation from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., says the director of power planning. The batteries in this project effectively extend that horizon four hours to 11 p.m. Depending on the system need, the batteries can be dispatched differently, so you could run that four-hour battery over 16 hours at one-fourth the output, so you can vary it over time. It's not just fixed over four hours. Yeah. Well, it would suck if it were. Yeah. So four hours at 400 megawatts, so you're looking at 1,600 megawatt hours of batteries. Yeah, which is a really weird unit, and you should just be using joules instead. Yeah, but it's 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 really easy to go. Oh, megawatt hours. Okay. Is it is it really easy to do that? If somebody says, "Hey, we're using up right now, you know, 800 megawatts of power megawatts per hour." If I have a battery that is 1600 megawatt hours. Yep. And my load is 400 hours. Hey, look, yep. I'll know this thing will run for 4 hours. Yeah, 400 w- megawatts. Yeah. Would last for 4 hours. Yep. All right. All right. Joules are better. <laughs> so, a bunch of people in Congress had a Rocket League tournament. Yeah. Sponsored like by the ESA. Aids or actual Congress? Actual congressmen. Wow. Did, the did they the have- ESA went to the Capitol and Basically did a whole get up from, you know, pre-show, post-game interviews. They had a chat. They had it streamed live on Twitch. Of course they did. How did the the congressmen and congresswomen do? Uh, it turns out they're all really bad at Rocket League. Yeah, no League. shit. They haven't practiced. <laughs> they don't have time to practice. They're busy trying to run the country. Yes. Go figure. That's pretty cool. Uh, awesome. No, not awesome. Summer Games Done Quick happened. We, yes. We recorded, like, during the event. Um, they raised a lot of money. Three million dollars for Doctors Without Borders. Nice. Which is just kind of, like, nuts. Well, good for them. I did not win any of the bids, which was sad. There were some really cool things that they were auctioning off. Uh, how we doing? Uh, if there's anything else you want to hit, otherwise we should be good for the randoms. What's the Netflix for games? I assume it's not Netflix. No. Uh, the Broadband Genie did a survey a f- couple of months ago. and oh, saying people would prefer a Netflix yes. of games. But not old Netflix, new Netflix. No. Yeah, 74% they- of the survey respondents said they would be fine paying a subscription fee for unlimited access to an entire game library of some kind. Yeah, well, no shit. Yeah. You and I have talked about this. Yeah. Multiple times. Yeah. And I said, everyone has a price. And, you know, if I got access to the games that I want to play, I'd pay like 15 bucks a month for that access, for unlimited access. Mm-hmm. Even limited access, which is like, I pay 15 bucks a month and I don't get the AAA games right away. So you're talking somewhere along the lines of, like, Gamefly, then? Oh, fuck Gamefly. I hated Gamefly. <laughs> well, oh okay, God, then. I hated Gamefly. Uh, you're good well, with the subscription service, but you're not good with Gamefly. Well, because Gamefly was mail. Ah, yes. I had to send the game back. I could only get one game at a time. I had to wait for them to ship. And, like, they're, between shipping the game to them, waiting for them to ship it back to me, that's a week. 
that's a week that I'm not getting the service that I'm paying for. And because it was physical media, they didn't always have the games that I wanted. What I was saying was I'm okay without getting the AAA games right away. Mm. But like a month later or two months later getting access to them. But no, I, I don't want physical copies being sent through the mail. That's stupid. I'm trying to see what was the last game released on the Xbox 360, according to Gamefly. Released October 23rd, 2017. Just Dance 2018 for the Xbox 360 and Connect. But yeah, no, it's yeah, it agrees with us that we say yes, subscription would be great. So, uh, should we hit the randoms? Sure. You remember all the discussions about a smart fridge? <laughs> Don't tell me you bought yourself a smart fridge. I did not buy a smart fridge. Okay, good. You did not buy a smart fridge. Why are we talking about smart fridges then? I bought a smart freezer. You bought a smart freezer. I bought a smart freezer. Uh, I Smart-ish. I think like in the same way that some dogs can be smart. Okay. Right? It's not smart like, oh my god, it does my grocery shopping for me and tracks everything that I put into it. It is a Wi-Fi connected freezer. So why do you need a Wi-Fi connected freezer? Well, I didn't need a Wi-Fi connected freezer, but I happened to purchase one. I bought a freezer because I needed a freezer. Because the freezer in my refrigerator is not big enough for the amount of frozen things that we buy. Yes, I agree, which is why we also have a freezer in our basement. Yes. And you uh, did you buy a tr- a chest freezer or an upright freezer? Oh, upright. Okay. So, when you lose power, yes, do you know? Um if you have an upright freezer or even a chest freezer, it doesn't matter. Let's say that it it loses power for a while. Yes. Do the I know? It warms up. Yeah. Now there's there's cool ways you can find out that you can like uh, my my favorite is to take a cup, fill it with water, and put then a put a quarter, quarter on, the, on top. the top. Yep. Yep. And just leave it there. And when you come home from vacation, you just check the quarter. If it's still on top, you're fine. This freezer is Wi-Fi connected. It has a small control panel on the front of the freezer, and it lets me see the temperature and set the temperature from a distance. Okay. So currently, my my freezer in my basement has an internal temperature of one degree Fahrenheit. The door is closed, the temperature is stable, and quick freeze is currently turned off. But just the other day, I actually got a note on my phone that said, like, communication lost with the freezer. And I'm like, oh. And I checked with Laura, and sure enough, the power had gone out for a little bit. Well, that's good. Yeah. So, like, it's kind of nice. I know if the freezer is having issues. It's not smart in that, like, it will tell me, hey, you're running low on pizza. But it is smart in that it's connected to the Wi-Fi, my phone knows about the freezer. It knows the status of the freezer. And it seems like that's a weird peace of mind that you don't really need, but it's a nice peace of mind. Yeah, I wonder if our smart thermostat will let me know if it loses power. Because it always communicates with the Echobee servers. Yep. But yeah, no, that would be that would be interesting to see, you know, if if you know you're if you're on vacation you got a problem. Well granted, if you're on vacation you have a problem, what are you gonna do? I mean, not do anything, probably, or contact a friend and be like, hey, 
I got a lot of food in the freezer. It's about to go bad. Go have ice cream. But beyond that? Yeah, I mean, if the power goes out, you're not going to, at least you know about it. Yes, that's true. So it, it so seems like I, it's a very simple addition to it. And it, you know. Right. And, and I, you know, it's part of that transition phase to being smart. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm pretty pleased with it. I'm pleased with the first. So in general, as a freezer, by the way, this is the Insignia 17 cubic foot frost free upright convertible freezer refrigerator. Uh, it actually can be both a freezer or a refrigerator, just not at the same time. Well, that'd be good in case, you know, you've got maybe if you're hosting like a big party or something, you need a lot of refrigerator space. Yep. It, assuming I don't need to continue to use it as a freezer for some reason. Mm-hmm. Maybe I just like take everything out of it and drop that into a cooler with some dry ice for a while. But then if I have a cooler for that, why not just put the stuff that's supposed to be refrigerated in there? So anyway, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird, uh, but it's it's nice. It was easy to move in. They delivered uh, as a freezer. It works well. Um, we We need to put more in it still. We got a big freezer. Yeah. Estimated yearly cost of $53. So that is my review. I like it. I have a smart freezer now and it works well. Well, that's good. I, uh, when we, when I used to, you know, drink Gatorade and, you know, juice and stuff there, I'd always, you know, once we were done with the bottles, I would fill them up with water and throw them in the freezer just as kind of a, uh, in case the power ever goes out here. Yep. I've got it loaded up and with it, ice, it keeps basically. the freezer colder and it means it has to work less because it's, easier to keep that cold than keep air cold yep all right so what is the random topic random topic rolled ahead of time <laughs> top ramen versus maruchan is it maruchan 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 chan technically maruchan yeah so it's the battle of the instant ramens um which for I'm, you I'm is probably have to recuse myself from this one as a choice between poison and poison yeah nothing like having literally a block of noodles that you a cannot block have of not just noodles high gluten noodles yes ramen noodles are supposed to be higher gluten content hey i'm just reading about the composition yeah that's that's a lot of that's a lot of gluten in the uh, in the noodles yeah and you're supposed to work them and work them to get the gluten to stretch no dave cannot eat either <laughs> So the the question though is I I you probably had one or the other back before nope. had, no never had ramen never had ramen I never had ramen certainly not any sort of instant ramen I never had top chan uh, top ramen I never had uh, cup of noodle I never never had ramen huh I am slightly surprised I'm sad I missed an experience. Yeah, no, man, that's like my that's like my easy go to snack. Yep, it's like man, I could I I even you know learned how to cook them in the microwave when I was at college. I mean, you microwave the water and then you drop the noodles in. No, no, you can you can drop the noodle. You you break up the block and you drop them in the 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 what you know the thing and then okay. you just microwave that. There's a lot of ways to make it, right? That's the whole point. Yeah, and and you actually can make them semi gourmet ish. Yeah, what I do now is I uh, I bought a bunch of the pre-made chicken and cilantro wontons at Costco. Mm-hmm. And so I dropped some wontons in there as well. Ooh. Yeah. Any, like, fresh veggies into the stock while it's brewing? No. We don't have any oh. green onions or anything of that nature here. Oh, dude. Dude. Andy. Andy. Yeah? Green onions are the easiest thing, at least during the summer. 
Because here's what you do. As soon as it gets warm outside, you go to the grocery store and you buy 60 cents worth of green onions. Okay. And then you bring them home and you put them in dirt. Like in the house? No, like outside the house. Outside the house. Like in the ground. Okay. And then you have green onion for the rest of the year. I've never tried. So wait, I can go to the grocery store. And buy a sprig of green onion. Buy just the the thing of green onion. Yep. And I... Which usually comes with like four or five, right? Yeah. Bundled together. Yes. Andy, it's a plant. It can grow from the picked plant? It's not picked. It's not... Andy, they give you... It is the root. So this is kind of like the avocado thing where you can actually grow... onion is the root. Okay. This is like the potato thing, where you can actually plant potatoes. And grow more potatoes. Right. Huh. Well, you can plant green onion and grow more green green onion. I usually, at the beginning of the year, just go buy a parsley plant, a basil plant, and some green onion. Well, you now, don't you have your indoor herb thingy majiggy uh it died a long time ago womp womp yeah it it was it was bad (laughs) but you were so excited about that i was and it was bad (laughs) a little hydroponic thing okay so we need to find out what episode dave reviewed that on and correct it and correct it okay so yeah so if i go out and, and well there's hmm i wonder if i could do that over by the um exhaust vent for our we, we have a we have we have a, we have a rose bush that somebody planted right next to the exhaust vent for our furnace yeah it's it's an onion it does not need a lot of special care it doesn't really care and if it doesn't work oh no i'm out like a buck right and if it does work you have green onion for the year hmm that would actually make things a whole lot better than if I had fresh green onion that I could just drop in there as well. Yep. And some, yeah, some cilantro in there maybe too. Yep. Grow your own herbs, man. It's hard enough just keeping the flower bed up. But yes, no, in my case, I've always been a Maruchan person. I think because that was what my parents bought and my siblings bought. Like, I, I recently tried Top Ramen because it was on sale at Meyer, mm-hmm. And it just it just wasn't the same just didn't taste right my guess is because i've always had you know the one in my head so i'm like oh okay you know that was you know how i always tasted it yep well i'm sorry you've missed out on the college staple of instant ramen but i'm not (laughs) no i am i am i said i was and i stand by it i am i kind of wish i had gotten to do that but oh well and i guess now i'm gonna have to at probably not this year but next year plan yeah tell me when you go and plant it and then i will go and mimic it okay i mean go plant it now like just next time you go grocery shopping just buy some extra green onion buy some extra green onions and plant them somewhere yeah okay mine are are just they're next to the garage right i've got this little garden next to the garage just i came home i grabbed a trowel i didn't do anything special i just put it in the ground and it is just fine okay if you want to put it into a pot, you can put it into a pot as well. All right. Okay. Okay. Cool. On that gardening tip, that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at rapodcast.net. Thank you for listening.